You're listening to the Consumer Fi Podcast, powered by Norridge, loan software that accelerates change. We're back. I know it's been a long time. Uh, we took a little hiatus here, but I promise everybody to make it worth their while. Um, Joel Kennedy with the Consumer Five Podcast, and we have on today Jennifer Martin, who is our new Executive Director for the National Automotive Finance Association. Welcome, Jennifer. Joel, thank you so much. I'm super excited to be here with you today. So we got a chance to meet at the AFSA conference in Vegas. For folks that want to get to know really a lot more detail about your background, I thought Rick Sly did a fantastic job. Well, you both did with an article about some of your background. So if you want to dive into a lot of that, there's there's a great deal of detail there. But maybe for folks that you know are listening that hadn't read that article or don't really know too much about you, you know, we're obviously very excited to have you and you're so fantastic and you have a great background. Maybe just kind of give us the, the high level on who you are and, and kind of how you came to the NAF. Absolutely. So now that I have a full month under my belt, I can't believe that it's already been four weeks. Time flies when you're having fun. You know, it's been it's been a great start. I have a pretty strong background in association management. I'm newer to the auto finance industry, but my previous employer was the trade association that represented credit unions in Florida, Alabama, and Georgia. So I'm not completely new to the financial services space. And prior to that, I also worked for the Florida Chamber of Commerce and the Florida Home Builders Association. So several different trades, different groups, different membership, but a lot of really great experience working with member groups that I think I'll really be able to bring some some new ideas to the NAF Association. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's so nice to have different perspective with the experience through some of these, the chamber and, and, and through the other trades, because, you know, the NAF is such a valuable resource. It's such a great organization. We obviously have a great deal of engagement from lenders and from the supporting organizations that support, you know, the entire ecosystem. We obviously want to grow that. And we obviously have a lot of great things to share. You know, some of the things that I wanted to touch on maybe are, what do you kind of see as the value of the NAF and like, why would somebody want to become a a member, and I'm I'm definitely happy to help with with this answer if you feel like because I I definitely have a lot to say about it because I think it's a great organization. Yeah, of course. So I think you know number one, the biggest differentiator for the NAF Association is we're the only trade association that represents the non-prime auto finance industry. There's not another association or organization that can say that they are completely dedicated just to that part of the industry. And so I think we really need to focus on that and 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 play that up because that is very significant and a part of our value proposition. And I think it, just in my short time here I can see how valuable the compliance education program is that the association offers. The certificate program as well as the certification programs are phenomenal. And I think that a lot of folks have gone through them and really appreciate having that avenue for education and I think that there's a lot of opportunity for us to grow even that program and bring more value. And I think one of the things that generally speaking about trade associations, but I've already seen it within this membership is just having that network of peers and other professionals that you can reach out to. I think, you know, I've seen already what a great camaraderie there is between the different organizations and the different folks that I've, I've interacted with up to this point. And there's really no other good substitute for making those personal connections. And that's something that the NAF Association can really help facilitate for folks. You know, of course, 
course, I have to mention our conference. Our annual conference is coming up just around the corner at the beginning of June. And that's a great value add. Tons of education, tons of networking, the top two things I just touched on. And that's just a wonderful place to meet new folks, connect with other folks that you've known for a long time and get the education you need to to be successful in your role. I wholeheartedly agree. So when I first got involved with the organization, I had an auto finance company and Dodd-Frank had just kind of hit the ground. And so, you know, I got the certificate or the management certificate. And then I got all my frontline employees through each of the little programs as well. You mentioned the value of the organization itself with a lot of the knowledge and the sharing and tons of networking opportunity and then the compliance piece. And, and those two really came together for me. And that's what that's what drew me in. You know, another big thing that I'll throw out there is that we, we are a very inclusive organization and we welcome everybody, anybody that wants to roll up their sleeves and do a little bit of work. I found that it's been just a a terrific organization for allowing people that opportunity to get involved and to, to do more things. And then look, people that you don't work with now get to see how hard you work. And then they're going to consider you when there's opportunities that come up in the future. And this is life. And and it's, it's a lot of that who, you know, and I'm just happy that the pandemic is kind of like where it is at this point. I don't even dare say it's over because I said that so many times and I've been wrong, but I think we're all really excited to get back out there and do some of that in-person networking. So I, I definitely agree that being a member, is, is super important. And then the compliance, you know, it just, it gives you so many options for your organization. There's been a lot more activity now that Chopra has taken over. Elizabeth Warren isn't as vocal, but Chopra has, has kind of made some things more front and center. So I think compliance is just a really important thing right now. I couldn't agree more. And I should have mentioned this when I was giving the, the brief background on my uh, career and history, but really got my start more in governmental affairs and advocacy and regulatory affairs. And so it's, it's so important, you know, not not just to keep up with new rules and regulations, but also to be able to get a feel for what future regulations might look like. And so I think, you know, making sure that we're providing education to our members is important. And I think it's also important for us to make sure that the CFPB knows that we're here as a resource. We are the professionals. We are the experts. Our members are, not me, perhaps, but the members are, and that we uh, are a wealth of information. And so as they are considering any changes or updates, you know, we want to be one of the first organizations or, you know, groups of members that they reach out to and say, Hey, how is this going to affect your day to day? What will this mean for your company? Yeah. And that is something that we we're fortunate enough to to get that door open and start those conversations. And they did contact us during the beginning of the pandemic and they wanted to know what we were going to do in terms of providing some support to our population that we that we give loans to. With the with the change in leadership there, it's just all the more important for us to make sure that we, we we're consistent, right? That we that we make sure that they continue to know that we're a resource. And I know that that's something that you and I have had conversations with, just kind of speaking broadly about the entire ecosystem to make sure, hey, let's collaborate. Let's make sure that we're we're on the same page and that we know what's going on and that we we can keep that door open. You know, we don't we don't lobby per se, but we do want to kind of make sure that we're providing information. I actually think it's better in a way right? Because they know we're not coming in to lobby for a position. We just want to kind of find out what's going on so we can carry stuff back to our members. That's right. Exactly. So we're not, we're not lobbying. We're here to provide information and to help educate both ways. That's really an important role to play 
And, you know, I think that the more that we can educate our members, the more that our members are able to reciprocate and educate CFPB when needed. Yeah. Look, it speaks volumes. We have, I'm sure you have the statistics. I'm not questioning for for them now, but we've had so many people go through all the different compliance programs. It's a lot of people. I say that's a badge for for the NAF to really show, hey, these are people that have paid money to take this this course. They joined the, the organization and they're involved. Look, after you take that certificate, it's not a once and done. It's not a check the box. You get to continue to engage in quarterly compliance roundtables. There's listservs where you can ask basic questions about, hey, I've got a form that I think I need to submit in this state. Am I using the right version or this or that? You know, like sometimes you can get good feedback from people about, you know, things that are obviously not crossing any antitrust things, but making sure that through our, our collaboration, we can all be better at making sure we're protecting the American consumer. That's right. And it is continuing education. It's not, it's not just a, you take this class and you're done with it. And that is the really great thing. And even before I came on uh, officially with the organization, I had heard such great things about how comprehensive and robust the program was and how much people really get so much out of it. And then having that quarterly compliance roundtable touch point is just so helpful. And I actually got the opportunity to participate in my first one maybe two weeks ago. And it was great for a newbie to be able to kind of hear the conversation and the discussion and, and hear folks be able to talk to one another, just connect with their peers and, and talk about relevant issues. It was really great. It's a fantastic forum. NAF Association is the website, www.nafassociation.com. And then there's also information about the upcoming conference that's going to be at, was it the end of June? That is June 1st through 3rd in Plano, Texas. Can we talk a little bit about the exciting curriculum that we have for that? Absolutely. You know, I'm super excited. We actually just had a conference committee call today to wrap up just our final details. As a first-time attendee myself, I'm pretty impressed with the lineup that we have. So I'm really hopeful that we'll have a great audience and great crowd. I'm looking forward to meeting folks too, but we've got some really great sessions. Of course, we'll have our compliance and legal track, which will look a little bit different this year than it has in the past from what I understand. Instead of having sessions, it'll be a workshop, a series of speakers on different topics that will really facilitate discussion amongst audience members. So again, we were just talking about being able to bounce ideas off off of one another. This will be a great opportunity for that. We've all been to conferences. We know that sitting in a ballroom for hours upon hours can get a little bit tiresome. The format will really kind of encourage folks to be engaged and be active. And so I'm excited about that. We'll also have a few different sessions that will touch on talent management. I think, you know, a lot of folks have experienced different challenges with the great resignation and and what that has done to uh, the hiring and selection process and so that should be a really great session. And then uh, we'll also have Friday completely dedicated to fraud. So Fraud Friday will be back and, and we'll touch on several different relevant topics there. And in between all of those great educational programs, we'll also have our fabulous exhibit hall and our wonderful partners that will be there exhibiting another great opportunity for networking amongst all sorts of professionals from different aspects from the ecosystem. So we're very excited about that as well. I love the way that the compliance track is, is interactive. Look, that's a, that's a track that in my experience in the past years, packed rooms, like standing room only in that track, which is, it, you know, it's tough because we, you know, we want, 
I'd love to have everybody be able to attend every session, but it's it's obvious there's a very strong cohort that 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 is there for the compliance, and that speaks volumes to the quality of of the curriculum that that you have. the The other thing is, I would say that same collegial quality exists within Fraud Friday. It's been my experience that you take the top notch fraud folks and you put them all together, and there's there's not there's no consternation, there's no fighting. It's just a lot of collaboration and good knowledge sharing. We always stay within the lines. These are great ways for you know if you share knowledge across for compliance and fraud protection for the American consumer, you're ultimately sharing protective things across the lines, which should be. It should never fall under any kind of like secret sauce or anything. It's it's about making sure that we can help each other in this. So it's not just the curriculum. You have to be there. You have to be there to be able to interact with these folks. You may have a very specific issue. You want to dive into somebody, take them out to lunch, take them out for a coffee, see if you can get in their face. And it's easy to get in your face when they're face to face. That's right. It's yeah. hard to hide when you're, when you're in the same location as someone. And, you know, I, I just, I think that Again, in my just very limited experience in the last month, I've seen that collaboration and I've seen that willingness to to share. And I think, you know, the conference is just the perfect venue to really be able to to put that to work. So I'm yeah. I'm thrilled. I'm excited for it. Yeah, and we definitely we definitely, you know, should should take a moment to thank all of our our sponsors and and, and our, you know, vendor members. You know, without you all, you know, this would not be possible. And I encourage all of the members, you know, to be open and receptive to making some new connections with those, those individuals, you know, they have a job to do and they're just, they're just, a lot of them are just like me where I just like, Hey, I've wanted to meet you for a while. I just want to shake your hand and say hi, and maybe find out what your favorite drink is. And then I'm, I'm on to the next thing. Like <laughs> no pressure. I just, I just want to get to know people and I want to network and it's a great way to do it. That's right. And yes, a huge thank you to our, our fantastic sponsors, exhibitors, partners. Obviously we couldn't do what we do with this conference without that support. So huge thank you to those, to those folks. You know, one of my, one of my favorites uh, or, or two of my favorites that I know are on the curriculum. One is the annual survey. We've been doing that survey for a number of years and it's, it's kind of a mainstay it, and, and it never shocked. It never ceases to amaze me how many different variety and stripe of individuals across the U S are, are asking for a copy of it and are very interested in the, in the information that's held with, therein. So that survey, the, the initial results are actually read out at the conference. Isn't that right? That is right. And so far, the last update I got was that the participation is pretty strong I and mean, we know we've got a few more coming in. And so I think it's going to be a really great conversation discussion. Um, when that report is shared at the conference. And so that's one I think folks surely won't want to miss in June. I use it as a great desk reference. And and anytime I'm trying to pull together a business case or a rationale for some kind of business change, it's so nice to be able to dive into some of those metrics. It's like a blind survey in a way. You don't know any of the respondents. You're just seeing the results kind of aggregated. But you know, it's like, hey, what, what should my recovery rate be? What should my approval rate be for a certain credit spectrum? Like A lot of that information is going to be held within the survey. It's definitely worth listening to, and it's definitely worth purchasing a copy of it as well. Absolutely. The other one that I love just because, well, I think everybody loves it, the economic update, you know, the kind of market updates. So who do we have on tap to kind of walk us through that this time? We have Jonathan Smoke, who's going to do our economic update this year. And I, I agree. I think that, again, when we're talking 
you know, economic update, maybe not the most exciting item on the agenda, but it's so important. And it is, I mean, there's always certain data points that are very interesting and really helpful to know as we're planning for the future. So we're, we're very excited to have Jonathan Smoke joining us for, for the conference this year to, to walk us through that economic update. And Jonathan's great. And I learned last year at the conference that he's also a DJ. Oh, is that right? Yes. Well, we could really make this session a little more exciting then. He was throwing in, uh, he was saying, well, the theme for this year, or the theme for this thing is this song and that song. And he would quote lyrics and it was really cool. We were like, I knew you were cool. I didn't know you were that cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. Well, so we've gone through kind of a quick get to know you. We've talked about the value that the organization brings and we've, we've kind of teed up for the conference. Um, obviously a lot of excitement for things to come. You, we've got a steady hand at the helm in you. You threw together some structured plans for, Hey, here's, here's kind of what we're going to do in the near term. And I got to see them since I'm kind of in the inner circle. I just really can't say enough fine things about you and all the things that I've seen. How about for folks that want, we, we did mention the website and, and, and that, like what, what's the best way for folks to get in touch with the organization, get involved, just go to the website. Yeah. So the website obviously is going to have a ton of information, contact information as well. We are active on some of the social media. We'll be getting more active uh, in the, the near future. Um, so stay tuned for that, especially as I'm really getting a feel for the organization, the membership my role, the expectations. I would love to hear from our members directly. My email is jennifer.martin at nafassociation.com. Shoot me an email. Feel free to give me a call. The folks that I've spoken with so far have been welcoming, helpful. And so I think the more I can talk to people and really get a feel for, for what the membership is looking for, the better I can help facilitate that and lead those efforts. I'm just so excited. I really do think that there's a ton of potential here. You know, coming out of the conference, you mentioned my some of my plans. I am a planner, which is good. But I, I love it. I love I loved it by the way. As soon as I saw a little 306090 plan in PowerPoint, I was like, oh man, I feel right at home. It's like a warm, cozy blanket. <laughs> hey, I've got to have something to help keep me accountable. It helps. But yeah, I, you know, I think that you know my predecessor Jack Tracy obviously has done a great job with the founders and laying such a great foundation. We've got strong volunteer leadership. We've got a great membership. Now it's time to take things to the next level. I think that we've got a great team, Mary Ellen, Cindy, Diane, they've done a great job keeping things moving along. They've, they've really been the ones kind of helping make sure that this conference is going to be the tremendous event that it is going to be. And I, I think that, you know, once we're past conference season for us is when we'll really start diving into some more of the deliverables for our members and how we can really strengthen that value proposition. Because it's my goal, I think, for our members to be able to very easily recruit new members. I mean, it should yeah. be a no brainer. It should be here are the things you get. And this is why you can't miss out on this. And I think we're getting closer to uh, make that an easy conversation to bring new folks on board. A lot of work to be done, but it's going to be, it's going to be fun. We're going to have some really cool stuff coming up. And look, I, look, if you're new, if you're a new attendee or a new considering membership, come to the conference and, and, and meet Jennifer and, and, and say, Hey, and, and get to know us and you can't not get to know Cindy and Diane. Obviously, they're kind of like the the heartbeat and, and Mary Ellen as well, the heartbeat of the organization. But yeah, I do encourage people just try us on for size and and know that you're dealing with somebody in Jennifer that's that's willing to listen 
And if we need to, you know, do some more stuff to kind of make it more hospitable, you know, these are the kind of things we want to hear. Totally agree. Steady hand at the helm. We are in great hands and everybody is uh, super passionate about making sure that, that our organization continues to grow and thrive. And Jennifer, you're at, you're at the center of that. We love you. We love you already. (laughs) Thanks, Joel. Uh, It's been a great start. I couldn't have asked for anything more. Well, fantastic. Well, once again, this was Jennifer Martin with the NAF Association, the only the only trade association that is exclusively covering the interests of the non-prime automotive lender. Thanks, Jennifer. Thanks, Joel. The Consumer Fi Podcast has been brought to you by Nortridge, loan software that accelerates change. We'd also like to thank the National Automotive Finance Association, the only trade association exclusively serving the non-prime auto financing industry.